Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now is the time to Good morning. Turn that thing down and get ready for school. That's right, it's time. Good morning, it's Monday. Everybody get up. You're rusted, dusty, get up. It's time to do that early morning lead-in dance. For those of you who can't stand, dance in the chair. Shake your ass. It's time to get moving. Be cool, just move with the Yes. Forty Coffee. Coming to you live from Los Angeles. We may not be in the ghetto, but we can see the fans. Forty Coffee. Live. Throughout the world. Going live on Periscope, Twitter, Facebook. All the good shit. Come on, y'all. Yes. Forty Coffee. Get your scrambled eggs. That's right. Get your breakfast cereal. You know you got those lucky charms. <laughs> Get that fresh yogurt, that bread muffin. Those unfiltered camels, those illegal Cubans, that badass pally. Whatever you're having this morning, come on and share with us. Yeah. I'm starting off my day with a wonderful sativa because I slipped up and had some indica <laughs> a little earlier. And, uh, who knows? I might go back to bed. Come on. Yes. Stretch. This is how the body heats. Uh-huh. Pulling in folks from all over the globe, the new neo urban community. We see you. Come on, dance. Good morning, everyone. Monday morning, 10 a.m. First of all, I know you're off, so first of all, happy Labor's Day. Happy Labor's Day, everybody. That means supposedly for those of you who are so blessed with those benefits, 
<laughs> you get the day off of work, a paid holiday. For those of us without benefits, still None. another day. <laughs> true that, man. That's true. Another, day. another one. But happy Labor Day, and we want to welcome you here to Pack Stereo TV. It is your day. Enjoy your day. In fact, I, I got a special graphic up here for you. Now, so Labor Day, you know, you guys, it's a day that's supposed to be actually celebrating the American worker. It's that day. It's, that was the whole idea that came about because they have a history of working your ass so hard that after they, like, work you like a slave damn near, then they give you a day. Hmm. It's just like your company dogs you out and then they give you one of those license plate covers. Uh, that's wrong. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> but, I mean, at least in the consciousness... We can make it more valuable by being, you know, in the mind frame of some celebrating American labor. Let me see what I got on Wikipedia, because that's why I looked it up. Okay. It is celebrated the first Monday in September and honors the American labor movement and the contributions that workers have made to the strength, the prosperity, and the well-being of this country. It is the Monday of a long weekend known as Labor Day weekend. And actually... And I didn't know this, but I guess it is true, Vic. I should have known this. It's considered the unofficial end of the summer. Okay. Okay. The unofficial end of the summer. I, I didn't realize that. Okay. So uh, somebody <laughs> said, forget the actual science of the season. We're just going to pick a date. Like we say, don't wear white the day after the holiday. Well, I'm just letting you guys know. Boy, I'm going to be wearing some hellified white coming up in the next week or so. Just letting you know. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a bunch of controversy. I know that there's different origins because different states did it different ways. And by the time it became a federal holiday, it says here that you already had 30 different states. So, you know, but you know, the content. Well, we want to celebrate the workers, right? We want to celebrate oh, the workers. Oh, yeah, man. Today, give it up. It's a big piece of chicken. Okay, so let me Okay. So wait a minute, let me just try to figure this out. So you're talking to people today who are not working, except the people who are working at eateries, places to you. Oh, a lot of people gas stations. uh, the places where recreational uh, you know, uh dispensaries open, dispensaries open. So should you get a should there be a holiday for the people who actually work on holidays? Now you start shit. See, leave it up to the black people to start shit. Hey, look, you know what? <laughs> See what I'm talking about? You got I, I'll say this. Just start some shit. Yeah. There goes Vic. I'm picking That's the, the day. They thought they had you I'm celebrate pi- Labor Day. You're going tear it up. I'm going to do this. I want the holiday for people who work on holidays, and I want it to be recognized on the 2nd of January, right after New Year's. Why is that? New Year's, holiday. Oh, that makes back sense. To, back to back, you start in. You start off with the year going like, look, yeah. we got to recognize those who worked all through the holidays coming up. Let's just give them their day off right here the day after. Back that to back. That makes sense. All right, man. It makes sense. I'm man, so, we need, so anyway, so happy Labor Day. We wanted to start off today by Sally saying that and uh, acknowledging that. So happy Labor Day. Hey, you guys. One of the... Another musical icon, one of those kind of silent ones, but we all love his music. Walter Becker, Steely Dan, mm-hmm. you know, uh, collaborator of Donald Fagan, partner Donald Fagan, mm-hmm. had passed. We still don't know the exact 
nature of his passing. I believe he was 67 years of age. True. So Walter Becker, he's died. Rest in peace, Walter Becker. And then to honor him, this Tuesday night, Vic, on The Quiet Storm, mm-hmm. we're going to be featuring an eclectic mix of music by Steely Dan. We'll still have some other cuts in there, mixed in there, too. Right. But throughout the night, a lot, a lot, oh, yeah, a man. lot of Look. Steely Dan. So, you know, you guys be there tomorrow night, Tuesday at 8 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. I tell you what, you guys go look up at all the artists and musicians that work with him. And we're going to do this in addition to his feature because I figure Marvin's going to do this. First of all, this picture is a wonderful picture because it's, it shows you the humbleness and what he represented. But y'all need to go see the pictures when he was... Just getting into business oh, with Donald was, Fagan. Okay, partying. that's the pictures that made him okay straight. It was, it was like, like rebellion yeah. looking. That's yeah. what made their music. So, see, Mario's giving you what they call softer, gentler. They had a flat top that was crazy too. <laughs> Man, I was into. I'm still trying to figure out the genesis of the name Steely Dan. Oh, Steely Dan! Yeah. I actually looked that up. The name Steely Dan had to do with a popular name at the time of a sex toy. Let's see. <laughs> see, see, so I want you to know what Donald and uh, 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 Mr. Becker, I'll call him that, where they were as it relates to the uh, culture and the community and the messages that they were dealing with. And then when you go look at the song like Deacon Blues, one of my favorites, as it's written around and what was the inspiration, you'll find out that these cats were from a different bark. That's all I'm saying, man. Just a different. Okay, here it is. So here's some following some links. Okay, all right. Uh, a big fan of the Beat Generation, Becker and Fagan looked to the controversial novel *Naked Lunch* from William S. Burroughs for inspiration. They decided on the name Steely Dan, and it was the name given into the book to a big old strap-on, a giant steam-powered strap-on. Nicknamed Steely Dan 3 from Yokohama. So Steely Dan, the name is named after a strap-on. And that's why you can't sleep on your stomach. <laughs> see, see, why won't you guys you understand? Bad experience. See, see, don't, this was, don't sleep <laughs> on your stomach, man. Watch Wait, no. your old ladies planning shit for you. So what, why I'm does he get... You. So the message, and look, out of respect, because we're remembering more than anything else, and the history with... Um, Becker and, and Donald Fagan that they that goes back. I mean, they've knew each other for a long time. I mean, back I think even going back to high school or so. So they've been on this journey for a while. But what you start getting is a spinoff of all these other great artists and musicians that are with them. I just want you guys to remember there is that side where you guys were acting like we're the counterculture. Don't let that picture that Mario showed you fool you okay i like to go back when everybody was going this is how we roll i think i can do that for you let me oh, just yeah. take a let's do a quick search you guys you know how we love to bring up stuff here at, at backstairs so let's do a quick google image search you know man what? a giant steam powered strap on isn't it you know, that's <laughs> some scary shit right there i don't know about you guys but <laughs> okay see see what i'm I, just telling you what i'm tripping off of how come parents or, let's say more mature adults, don't go show you the pictures of their wildness back in the day. As if all of a sudden it didn't exist. Well, let's take a look at these pictures. All right, yeah. The one, this, this one, like this one. That, right no, that, that, no that, not that one. It's the other one. 
It's not big enough though. Right there in color, you 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 hit it. I said, oh man, the one go up above. I mean, right there to top left. That oh one. yeah, yeah. That's that's the, picture. that's the picture, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the picture. <laughs> that's how you look. What happened? Oh man. What well, yeah, it just took you to the the, the length, but that's it. Take a look at this, you guys. That's them back in the day taking no prisoners. Right. Taking no prisoners. Gotta give it up. So you guys, again, this Tuesday night on The Quiet Storm starts at 8 o'clock. I'll be featuring the music of Steely Dan. Show up there. You know, it's 420 friendly. Roll yourself something. Get something to drink, a nice cool one. Settle down into a chair and enjoy The Quiet Storm featuring the music of Steely Dan. Celebrating the life of Walter Becker. Yep. Hey, 19. Hey, you got to say hi to some of the folks in the chat room, too, Vic. I see PMC is there. What's happening, PMC? That's our brother from another mother. You know, he'll be there if he can. Also, we got to say hi to some of the folks that are tuning in. Christine Fish. What's happening, Christine? <laughs> Kelly. Hello there, Kelly. Of course, Celeste. <laughs> That's my Audrey. So I want to say hi to all my friends. Yo, Facebook friends. Facebook. It's, it's been good. <laughs> it's been good. It's been good, the Facebook thing. All right. Other announcements, you guys. Got to send our prayers out right now. California's worst wildfire in history is going on right now. It's the worst one, Vic. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly the worst wildfire that's hit, you know. And so, got to send our prayers out to all the folks who are dealing with this. And just another incident where we recognize the need for infrastructure to deal with tragedy. In the next breath, I have to think immediately of Texas. Yep. Can't help it. But every, you know, half the time you think of it, you just feel bad again for the people of Texas dealing with so much. For so many people, it's still just as big an event as it was in the days previous because a bunch of people still are in water. While a bunch of people have had in receding, a bunch are in water. So yeah. we wanted to say, give that love out to all the people who are dealing with Texas and also the folks here in Los Angeles dealing with this wildfire. That we're dealing with. Yes, man. It's, it's no matter what the discomfort we have, nothing compared to what they're going through. But look, sooner or later, we were supposed to have a heat, kind of a heat wave in uh, Southern Cal. I well, mean, we've been having that heat wave. Thank God, much. today is well. Yeah. Today is a day of relief. The last, yeah, the last week, yeah. the week prior to this, you had temperatures well above a hundred in the valley, hundred five, hundred six. Yeah, we're getting the remnants of a nice little hurricane coming up through Baja California that's sprinkling over some what we call some small relief efforts. So last night, man, I opened up those windows, stuck my head out, let it get tapped on by some water, and then a spider jumped on my head. I started screaming, but I got my relief, man. (laughs) And how do you spell relief? (laughs) All right, you guys, got to make an announcement, too, about the membership. Thank you so much to the folks that are continuing to go to the website, packstereo.tv. And join up. If you go to PacStereo.com, that is our portal. It gives you links to everything PacStereo. But come over to PacStereo.tv, right, and join. Sign up because I'm working out the newsletter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had trouble with the plugins, some of the WordPress plugins. Even had the other folks work on it, but we're fixing it. So newsletter coming. But come on, you guys, go over to PacStereo. Over 3,700. Yeah, real members now, Vic. Thirty-seven hundred real mm-hmm. ones. What happened to the bots? <laughs> oh, well. there we go. 
Hey, you guys, coming soon, Mario's Neo-Urban Road Trip number three. Headed to Atlanta, Georgia, everybody, the big ATL. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's Tuesday after next. So more information coming on that. Look for the postings. I'll be headed toward Atlanta to take a look and experiment. Also the feast and on all the goodies. So you'll be part of the experience when I head to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Fall season 2017 is actually due to begin here Monday, September 18th. Vic and I are working on the plans right now for the upcoming season. Yep. So uh, it's going to be a good season. It's going to be a good season, the upcoming season. All right. Uh, wow. It's that time, Vic. Let me pull up my music because we've, I've got something. The Magic Looking Glass, by request, the Magic Looking Glass is here. The Magic Looking Glass is magic. It allows me to look at your ass. The magic looking glass. So this I can see people, especially those Facebook people, because y'all nasty. Gotta say hi to all them. First of all, take a look. Oh, like I said, Christine Fisher. Uh, Ronnie, my cousin Ronnie, she's in there. Mac McAllister. Oh, man, take a look at these people. Bridget Barnett, Christine Fisher, Kelly, I told you guys. And Miranda Jante, she's doing it. Struggling with being a producer and wanting to just have some Go <laughs> so take a look at these people. They're wonderful. Our friends at Facebook. And there's plenty of them, you guys. We named some more for you because I can see their ass right now. I can see them. Volume the machinery with Act Right. <laughs> oh, the oh, Ooh. Oh, I can't say. Oh. Wash your hands. Stop that. No, that's enough. That's enough. Sorry. I ran into some. I ran into this magic, the magic looking glass. I was there and I saw some people and I just want you to know some of that stuff is not healthy. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, some things, some places, some parts, it's meant to go out, not in. So you gotta <laughs> just just be careful. I'm just telling you, the magic looking glass has me looking at you and, <laughs> what can I say? It's bad shit. All right, every week I get to do a slideshow animation, so we're going to let you check that out right now, then we'll be back. We have a full complement today, full complement of things. Victor Allen's got the new new, new sports and the hot picks for the news, Vic. Yep. Uh, I got coming up. What do I have coming up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, here's what I got. The North Korea updates on North Korea, upping okay. the ante, ante with the nuclear testing. Okay. Cleanup beginning... In Texas. That looks very organized. That's right. Cleanup beginning in Texas. Also, as part of Mario's Marijuana for Dummies today, uh, we've got some people, some information, some news. The American Legion wants to increase veterans' access to medical marijuana. They want the government. Can you imagine that? Medical marijuana, once it gets accepted as a standard medical practice, your government will be forced to pay for that. Because they're forced to pay for whatever oh, yeah. determines to be a oh, yeah. legitimate treatment, as they should. Absolutely. So, no, that we're going to be talking a little bit about that today in the um, uh, Marijuana for Dummies, Vic. Now, how about you, Vic? What about you? What do you have today in the hot picks in sports? Uh, well, on the sports, it's kind of obvious. We had the launching of the college football season. We had some shockers. We had some disappointments. Um 
I can only say that Bama is number one. <laughs> That's kind of obvious. The rest of the stories are going to be filtered in with some unexpected expectations, some unbelievable comebacks, and some terrible, terrible low expectations now are on the side of what they call traditional universities who are going, it's getting worse. Hot picks, you know, you know, you have this this community, man, that loves to say, I'm part of the franchise. Well, where does your franchise, your best rate? And then finding out some things that you may not know that no matter how good they are on one film doesn't mean they may rate in the top group. We're going to find out as we go hot picks, your favorite all time franchise movies, the ones that you go, go ride or die and will continue to think they're going to be successful. It's the evolution of hot picks, huh? Yeah, it is, man. The I true evolution of hot picks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's evolving because, you know, too many women are asking to be featured. And I said, you really need to be more inside out, less outside in. Here comes the Paxter weather report. Alexa, weather. Right now in Los Angeles, it's 80 degrees with partly sunny skies. Today's forecast has intermittent clouds with a high of 89 degrees and a low of 71 degrees. Well, you know, some of our fans on Facebook, for instance, Mac McAllister likes to throw it in our face. He says it's 64 in Port Town. Let's find out. Alexa, what's the weather in Port Townsend, Washington? Right now in Port Townsend, Washington, it's 77 degrees with clear skies and sun. Today's forecast has hazy sunshine with a high of 78 degrees and a low of 61 degrees. Okay. And of course, I can't help but thinking, Alexa, what's the weather in Houston? In Houston, Texas, there's a flood warning in effect until Tuesday, September 5th, 9.35 a.m. The current weather is 87 degrees with cloudy skies. Today... You can look for intermittent clouds with a high of 92 degrees and a low of 74 degrees. All right, that's Alexa, our artificial intelligence. Like I told you, every week I get to do a slideshow animation, and we have a new one featuring, wow, the visits from uh, Jennifer Behrens, uh, Deborah Hader. Right. We got, got some him. of that, and also Lynn Rosen came back. Yes, sir. For the uh, recent I, I Victor that's up there. Yeah, everybody getting in before it's a season transition. Man, like I said, you can't say the word summer anymore, right? I think. <laughs> Coming up, we'll be right back. i 
visual animation. The music, pieces of Mandalay. You can get it free, Creative Commons. Go to dig.ccmixter.org. Extended claps, extended claps for that because I know because it is wonderful. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. I did that slideshow animation. It is wonderful with this recent group of pictures that uh, Victor did. But let me, you know, let me give credit where credit is due because it's so easy to take the things that happen here at Paxter for granted. I want you to know, my buddy, <laughs> I buy shit. <laughs> That's funny. For us to work with. But it's not always fun because it represents work, work right? Man. It's work. We get yeah. technology. Because yeah, you can take a look. My brother's over there working two switchers. Three. Three switchers now today. Show them your set of Vic. Uh, I don't know. Vic. Oh, you don't have that today? Oh, oh. We don't have that oh, shot. No, 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 I have it. I'm sorry. Okay, take a look just at this set equipment. You know, just equipment. <laughs> That's, it. That's all it is. What's up, folks? Hey. All you guys care about is the end product, right? That's what I said. But it's cool. I mean, you know, it's a lot going on here. And uh, behind me is my social media. I do a delay on them because I tease them. I want to transfer Mario's postings. And See, then... Stuff all the time. See, yeah, you know. stuff. That's why I wanted you to show you that setup. So this week's slideshow animation has photos that Victor took some of the stuff I bought. The latest was a bunch of backdrops because we're setting up to do more shoots, more photo type shoots. So we wanted to have an area that was set up for photography. So my brother, creative as he is, sets up backdrops in the doorway <laughs> with reflector lights coming through and all of that. And if you can see it, if you go, let me go to, if you go to um, Pack Stereo landing page, TV, and scroll on down, you can see the latest slideshow animation that we have up there, and uh, and, and the photos that we have that Victor um, that Victor did, and just to see, you know, it's a little thing, in a sense, but uh, it's it's our efforts once again to just do that little extra bit more. So when our friends come over, what am I doing? Hitting the wrong button. This is not acting. When our friends come over, we can take photos of them and I just want you guys to notice give my buddy some credit for the photos that he did because this past week this past week they were absolutely wonderful take a look again there's Jennifer uh, Bayron's I had to re I had to refresh I had to switch to uh, here it is just to uh, but take a look at some of these photos uh, you know it's one thing here's Mauricio Mauricio and I, well, this computer is moving slow today. Amen. Heat. The government. No, it's the government, Vic. Mm-hmm. But take a look. Now, this is with the backdrop. So Vic is setting this stuff up. Vic is setting this stuff up. And it really allowed for us. Take a look at these ones with Jennifer. Looking good, Jennifer. In the Looking door. Looking good, Jennifer. Man, use that doorway. So I just want to give it and mm-hmm. say, hey, 
Wonderful job, Vic. I did yeah. notice it. And then, especially when I get a chance to do that slideshow uh, animation. Oh, yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Just wonderful work. All right, you guys. What happened? Oh, I got to fix it. I'm telling you, sometimes stuff just doesn't want to act right. We, gotta, we, got, we have to do our reset. You know, for Facebook purposes, right. we divide this show up into four segments. The opening monologue segment, which we just did. The segment number two, which is the good news, bad news, other shit, and marijuana for dummies. Segment three is the sports, and segment four is the hot pick. So for those at Facebook, we're about to separate. Remember, you're going to have to refresh your page. I give myself 60 seconds. Stopping Facebook now. Stop streaming. Yes. Get the metadata. Where is the metadata? That is the title. We're going to be coming back to Facebook for part two. I give myself 60 seconds to do it to make those changes. This bit, this audio clip is, okay, I think, I think I'm done. Now I'm going to check it. Those of you at Facebook, refresh your page. There you go. You know, so wonderful. This is now to be back here. This is part two. Good news, bad news, and other shit. Uh, update, by the way, you guys, we did a show a while back showing featured folks in, that were doing plays, productions, that were wearing all the different hats. We, we had we had Peter J. Harris here, who had the uh, Johnson Chronicles, and this also Miranda Jonte. Uh, I just want you to know, Miranda... <laughs> The ongoing saga, because everybody's posting things and getting there. I just want to give that shout out to Miranda because she's struggling bit lately with the whole concept of working for years and you know, you know how oh, we yeah. do. Yeah. And you don't necessarily get to find Miranda, if it's any help <laughs> or it makes you feel any better. Vic hey. and I would love to sit down over drinks one day and tell you how long Pack Stereo's been costing me. <laughs> That's another whole story. But got to shout out to those people who are creative. Right. Who right. are struggling with the day-to-day fact that, you know, we work hard all the time. We work hard all the time. And the rewards are so often everything other than financial. We want it to well, yeah. be financial, and that's part of this journey. So I want to yeah. say that shout out to Miranda. Go and support her. She also has been doing a lot more Facebook stuff. Showed off her body recently, Vic, with her abs and stuff. I was like, really? how y'all with abs? You know, Miranda, she was up there looking hot with the muscles and all that. So, Did she get I, the results she wanted? <laughs> You're doing all the talking, but you ain't talking about was it effective. It, well, I guess, it, I guess that's the point. It is. We, we had advised her <laughs> right. to use her Facebook. Right. Well, that's the only advice we had. She was doing everything. Right. She's wonderfully gifted actress writer, producer, and so she was doing everything and all we could say was share more of the journey, practice sharing the journey of you. That's all we could say for her and she's been doing a wonderful job so go take a look at her and what she's doing. Hmm. Wow, you guys ready for some news? Oh, that's the wrong graphic. 
She got your mind off of it, doesn't she? Just ask those abs. <laughs> Time for the good news. The bad news. And the other shit. Na, 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 na. Wow, good news, bad news, other shit. I'm telling you guys. Well, I don't have to tell you. You know, every day is a day of new challenges. And lately, lately, it's been some scary stuff. It's been scary because while the president seems to be adjusting into the job, things are happening and you're entering a time of great crisis. So the scariest part is that one thing that is clear is right now the president is the commander-in-chief of the U.S. military. That means if he has a bad day, shit could happen. So I'm one of those people who actually would like to see right now less antagonistic. (laughs) Okay, I'm serious. I would like to see less antagonistic media reports on the president. I would just, just, okay. Now I'm going to tell you why. I'm saying right now, let's focus on all the other events. Let's focus on Texas. Let's try hard as as we can not to agitate the president. Right. Because he's got his finger on the button. I don't want him pissed off. Melania, whatever you have to do. (laughs) Whatever you have to do, Melania. (laughs) Everybody do whatever they have to do. To make the president happy. And as much of a leftist as I am, because I am concerned about the people who are going to die, if any kind of military conflict of any size over there goes down, you got a bunch of people in South, just from conventional weapons, Vic, not just from the regular old everyday shit, you know, 300,000 dead. Are you assuming that he's not pissed off? Or are you just. Who, which one? That's my Kim point. Kim Jong-un or Does it matter if either one of them are pissed off? No, but I, from what, okay, one of the reports I put out there, and I put it out there on Facebook, is that the North Koreans are kind of confused. <laughs> I guess because Trump is so crazy. You know, first of all, you have to understand, the president in the midst of the North Korean crisis verbally chastised the South Koreans. Yeah. So in the midst of a new of a damn near nuclear crisis, he chooses to insult yes the people that are on his side. So people are confused. People are confused. They say that they don't understand the president. You know, he's probably just scaring them because you know it's just so much irrational behavior. And they weren't. They 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 weren't getting the irrational behavior prior to this. They were getting organized well, thoughts and yeah. pro- proper There's process. no good, well, so that's where we are. There's no good ups, okay. If even if they don't hit the U.S., they probably most certainly could hit Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Guam, I hate to sound bad about it. It's a military base, but, you know, yeah. some stuff is smaller. Japan is a whole, you know, mm-hmm. and that would also cause the U.S. to turn Pyongyang into a parking lot, 
which is going to kill a bunch of Koreans, which is, they're already oppressed and half of them don't know it because of the control that they have over the media and they kind of, so all bad you guys they say from what everything that I've read there is no military solution that anyone wants because the casualties are too high that's part of the reason why the South Koreans don't want to do it because it's their casualties <laughs> there's why they they're the ones who are going to die just the minute we everybody right across the border, they just fire off the regular rockets. Right. Boom, and that's two hundred thousand dead right there. Yeah. So the easiest, the solution is now the easiest path to victory, right? And remember what we call it. Most people call it collateral damage. Well, the, I call it collateral acceptance. The, well, yeah, and the part of the reason I'm scared is you don't have people in the cabinet there who are policy people, really. You have military people who mm-hmm. typically their point is they're not politicians. They, they've always tell us who to kill and right. we go kill them. We right. don't right. do policy. Right. So you now you got military people doing policy which sounds bad. Yes. And you don't have any you need some other minds in there. Right. So the president's gonna be getting military advice from Steve Bannon. So let me ask you this. Said, I would, I, that's why I'm scared, people. Don't mess with the president right now. Isn't it? So what we're saying, toler, the toleration is, is we would actually deal better with the greed of trying to make a lot of money from a lot of the people that were in his cabinet. We'll take that over the thought of what could happen when you get a lot of military, um, what we call decision makers around you. you. You look at Kushner. You look at Manafort. You look at them and say, we could tolerate the bad business and the profiteering if that's what they're doing. We don't know. Rather than the alternative of focusing on something well, like this is a little bit more dangerous. Totally. And I'm sure people like John McCain are talking behind the scenes about how to remove the president because I know they have absolutely no faith in his leadership and now you have an international crisis where there's no one in the cabinet there to help with policy. Right. There's no thinkers, you guys. You have to have people who are thinking. Mm-hmm. That's why you have negotiations, because you have people there who are good at negotiating. Right. And, the, and that void that you have in the cabinet, you don't have anyone there who's a thinker who's good at negotiating. So who do you talk, use to talk to the North Koreans? You're, in a, you're at a loss, and it makes us... It makes us have to deal with the fact that we're in a bad position. That's why I don't want people messing with the president right now. I actually want him in a good state because I don't want him to get pissed off and start World War Three. I don't want him to start World War Three. Mm. So that's 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 that. Yeah. In Texas, estimates up to 180 billion. Yeah. And that's why this week's appropriation appropriation of Eight less than around eight billion dollars seems like a drop in the bucket. You know, if the if the estimated cost by every expert, see this is what this shows you again the lack of strategic planning. Even though some things are better, they've learned some things, obviously from Hurricane Katrina. But some things are bad. That if you're going to give eight billion to something that you think is going to cost one hundred eighty billion. How about fifty billion to start off? Leverage. You know, I'm just saying. How about fifty billion? I mean, it's estimates. You know, we gonna go way over that. I don't understand where they know the other ones cost 120 billion, 150 billion. 
This was supposed to be more. So then I don't understand to get stuff rolling. And you got years involved. That means the sooner you get rolling, the better. Mm -hmm. That means hiring people, infrastructure, getting the professionals on the job. It was $180 billion. Why isn't it $100 billion? Leveraging political policy right now. Oh, who do you think has the advantage now? Donald Trump. This is where the, the now, you want to see politics at his favorite. Watch what happens during this period of time. That's what you're going to get to see already so much. And meanwhile, the media trying so hard to show positives. See, that's the part. Mm-hmm. If that's a spin, you guys, we can debate the reasons. But if you may have noticed, the media is doing everything they can to show you positive moments. People coming together. Kumbaya. Right. Which is wonderful. Right. Not taking anything away from that. They're showing you what the average everyday citizens are doing. That takes away from showing you what the government is not doing. Mm-hmm. They're doing a bunch of things, but that's not that's a drop in the bucket of what's needed. Even Honore, right. the, the uh, general who handled the Katrina thing, said mm-hmm. you needed to get it going a lot faster. We should know by now. We should know by now what to do. And that's why $8 billion to start out on something that's estimated to cost $180 billion, they're already screwing you. Yes. They're already screwing you. And selling it to you like that's a grand effort. That they're rushing. They're rushing to get you $8 billion of something that's expected to cost $180 billion. They're rushing. That's the bullshit. That's the hype. So let's watch and see what happens. In the meantime, supposedly the uh, chemical plant, the main one we have been watching, has burned itself out. But you have so many chemicals in the places in that area. We brought that up, that in Houston, where they don't have zoning laws, essentially, that you have a bunch of plants and things built very close to communities. Guess what? Uh, communities of color, right? Or people who are who are are not the they're certainly not putting in the rich ones. Even though developers once again built some fancy developments in those floodplains, right? They knew those places are going to flood. In other words, you knew it's going to flood how often in twenty years, right? But they built so no zoning laws allowed you to build in those places. You're going to find out that the gover- governor was personally involved in some of these things, also personally involved with the lead, they, they, with writing the, the uh, legend, whatever, the laws that said that they don't have to disclose what these plants are doing. Right. Supposedly an effort to shield it from terrorism. That was their thing. They said, well, we don't want to let you know what the plants are making because then terrorists will know what to attack. See the bullshit? Okay, so the so the so the governor, who we all feel so much for, because he's in the wheelchair, looks to be just another sellout asshole who's in a wheelchair. Okay, <laughs> so don't give him a break because he's in the wheelchair. I was too. We're all looking at him all as wonderful demands in the wheelchair. Don't give him a break. He's an asshole in a wheelchair. Okay, so and he sold out people. So the wheelchair experience didn't teach him that. So, what was? Uh, not just learned, but applied post Katrina with all the knowledge that they learned as a result of what happened there and now transferable because it's in the Gulf. 
I saw some. They had what they did do was try to tie together local efforts. It's, it's the coordination of efforts, Vic, right. that you need to do between the local, the military support, because you need to have someone taking an overall look at the picture. Before you had that, but since you didn't have any infrastructure, just because you look at it, you had these recommendations at the military, that doesn't mean we as the city are going to do any of that. Right. So now you have a better coordination of efforts. True. Okay, so get things underway between the military. So that was there. Right. Better communication. But you should have a national communications network set up for disasters with a whole infrastructure. This is what you should you this is what I said, Vic. You should have had all the top minds get together and come up with worst case scenarios for the whole country. What are the top twenty things that could go bad? Right. All over the country and develop contingency plans for those as a start. With a goal being that the more places you identify with problems, right. that you would develop the same scenarios for everything and have those in a database with professionals running through cost effective, cost effective, bleh, how cost effective they are, mm-hmm. the effects on the population. All of that stuff should done, be done proactively. Right. That's what I mean by an infrastructure. You pay for the professional people to do that thing. Should have been done. And then you would have had it kick into action now in, in Texas. Because it's going to flood again. But the other part of that that's not in the $180 billion, is the $200 billion you need to spend along the whole Gulf Coast to improve the drainage preparedness for the global warming, rising sea levels. A bunch of stuff's going to flood. So if you think, I'm just going to tell you, the $180 billion, it's just a start because you got other disasters coming. In fact, you even you have a tr- another storm, hurricane, whatever they, whatever's rated this morning, amassing Irma, Irma yeah, Irma. coming so, at us again. So let me just try to put what I call this. So the s- city planning and development, are we saying that they haven't looked, say, 10, 15, 20 years in the future? So what if these things happen? Should we s- set aside and is it city planning or is it politicking? Because, it's politics. Okay. Once the politics is thrown in, then you know you're not necessarily going to get the, well, what if happens? They're going to put it, they're going to deal with money that immediately can be revenued as profit for the immediate, not the perspective of what can happen. Because every year they have a well, season. Well, like I said, that's why the, if you had experts, right? Right. If, they, if you call in experts. Right. And tap into their what they are thinking. That's what you think. You know how we approach right. problems around here. Right. This is no different than what you and I do. Right. We identify the problems. We prioritize the problems. Absolutely. And we attack them in that order that we determine. We yep. can change the order any time. And then we, and we, 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 we pay attention to what we, we do. But, this see, is I, the basic I, stuff you I do just, to manage stuff, Vic. I think, I think the part is, is it's, it's, accept, it's acceptable. Collateral acceptance. And I'm only saying that not to say that you should give up. But, come on, Mario. We live in earthquake country, right? Well, earthquake <laughs> regulations were changed many times because of cost. That's right. In other words, when they came out with the first list of recommendations, mm-hmm. that was just dismissed as too costly. Right. Whatever you do that, you're just waiting on problems. In yes. medicine, we know that thinking like that kills people. Yeah. That absolutely will kill absolutely. people someday. Someone's going to die. True. Because of this lack of, but they are right. So as far as I know, 
and I don't have the specifics, but I remember the time I was watching it, the earthquake, co- the earthquake codes in Los Angeles specifically mm-hmm. were relaxed three different times. Yep. Absolutely. At least three. It may have been more mm-hmm. to allow for them to re- make it less and less costly. Mm. Wow. Everybody. That's the news. That's Everybody, that's the good news. That's the bad news. That's the other shit. Yeah, good news, bad news, other shit. Now, you got to have a little music interlude. And remember, the music we use here is all free music. That's why we can put it on Facebook. You can go and get this tracks. Okay? And one of the tracks, Bobby Carson went crazy. Big Bobby Carson went crazy. Oh, really? Wow. Man, I, what's that track? What's that track? <laughs> so here's one of the tracks that our friends love, which you can go get free, and it's by, uh, it's by Love Shadow, featuring Melody, Romancito, and Silk Words. It's entitled Where Do We Go? Take a listen. I'll take a smoke, and we'll be back with Marijuana for Dummies. Love, the electrifying oh, yeah. we'll formula me, uh, between two people Charismatic, compelling, <laughs> right, here we go. creating a union that is telling, shining a light, shedding a glow, feeling your soul. From love arises a booming energy, sending the world a message in a bottle. There is more to show. As the love grows and kicks into full throttle, the fused unit produces that becomes a more powerful even more powerful hey Danner, the than Danner the love in check it out we just doing what we call this we go
Wow. Where do we go? Love that track by Love Shadow. You can get it free. Part of the Creative Commons music. I know we attempt to inform you, but that the Creative Commons music movement is an effort by artists to control their music in a different way where they make it available to you legally. You to have and share with your friends while retaining their rights for any commercial use. So there's a bunch of free music. And that's why Mario's Magic Mixtape every Friday at 8 o'clock is all free music. All free music that you can go and get. So go take a look. And that was part of it. Where Do We Go by Love Shadow. Get that piece. All right, you guys ready? It's time. Marijuana for Dummies! Oh, that takes the breath out of me. You guys, Marijuana for Dummies, where we attempt to inform you the latest goings-on. So often we also deal with the miseducation of marijuana. So here at Marijuana for Dummies, we seek to, to educate and inform as part of our mission. And I also let you know about, you know, what I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, what I'm smoking today, you guys, now remember, I've recommended in the past that when you, in the morning, that a sativa is more appropriate for a lot of us because the physical uh, sedative effects of an indica will often send you back to bed. Now, fortunately, I got up this morning because I smoked what was left in the pipe. I, met, I ended up having a morning initially with some indica. Before I switch to the sativa, so you know I'm ready for sleep now. No, <laughs> just remember these things are important. Check yourself out and take. I've, part of what I've been doing is advising people to take it easy because the marijuana today, the potency is such that it's just very strong. It's okay. not what you're used to. This is not your childhood marijuana, childhood, or your teenage year, or whatever, when you were smoking back in the 60s and 70s for some of my colleagues, friends. You know, it's not that marijuana. So you got to take it easy. you got to go slower, check the way you feel. But marijuana is becoming increasingly accepted. And now, today, I have good news. Well, first, take a look. I've said for a long time that marijuana it would be, should be, again, with the research being done, helpful with PTSD. Well, the American Legion has officially started to petition the federal government to increase veterans' access to medical marijuana. Take a look. Go to, and I agree, this article from Mass Roots, where I go. Okay, uh, it's from the American Legion. This is, let me quote More than half the states in the Union have passed medical marijuana laws to date. This reads a resolution which is adopted Thursday, this Thursday, this past Thursday by the American Legion which has more than 2.4 million members. The American Legion urge, urges the United States government to permit VA medical providers to be able to discuss with veterans the use of marijuana for medical purposes and recommend it in those states where medical marijuana laws exist. I said this. And the, the, the can of worm, admittedly, that it opens up is that once you go on and recognize medical marijuana as being the treatment that it is legitimately and, the, and with the outcomes that it has legitimately, at that point, providers should be able to prescribe it and people should have to pay. Can you imagine getting marijuana and having Kaiser pay for it? You go into the shop and bring a marijuana prescription 
if it's if it's a legal recognized medical therapy, right? That's the can of worms. If it's a legal recognized medical marijuana therapy, then you're going to have to give it. Give me the relative to morphine. Oh, way, way. Well, depends what you're trying to treat, because usually those types of drugs should be really reserved for people in significant pain. Right. Marijuana is not an anesthetic, right. but it seems to help people to tolerate the bad feelings. In other words, you don't, it doesn't necessarily relieve pain, right. but you don't mind it as much. Is it more euphoric? It can be, right. depending on what you're doing and what kinds of stuff. In many instances, it's not. I smoke, you know, you smoke, you've been around me smoking for whatever, 20, 30 years. And I don't know if, if, if I've had a euphoric day oh. in 20 years. So once you've been smoking, like, yeah. I know I'm a long-time smoker. Right. I have no euphoria no, at all. No, only women give you euphoria. Only, <laughs> and less and less. That's it, right? Less and less of that. <laughs> okay. So the American Legion, I'm only I just want you to you know, the American Legion, that's what they're going, okay? All right. And so, um, so another thing is that veterinarians, the... the a veterinary, a group of vet, members of the American Veterinary Medical Association, the AMVA, approved a resolution <laughs> urging the organization's board of directors to investigate working with other research organizations and medical stakeholders to reclassify cannabis. Okay, this is in order to facilitate research opportunities for veterinary <laughs> and human medical uses. So. The American Veterinary Medical Association wants cannabis to be researched more heavily for animal use. Right. And this is an organization that was founded in 1863, represents more than 89,000 vets across the United States. Okay? Okay. And they're also encouraging its members to develop and distribute, this is according to their site, literature on marijuana's legal status, research on the medical uses, and the signs, symptoms, and treatments of cannabis toxicosis. Because some people are leaving their weed out and it gets eaten. It's like mm. too much catnip. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's serious. All right. As we, and again, adding to the previous, one other item adding to the previous is that now... PTSD in Minnesota, Vic. See, now you got your opening case. Right. PTSD in Minnesota now qualifies for medical cannabis treatment. I'll say it again. See. PTSD right. in Minnesota now qualifies for medical marijuana treatment. Right. That means that you're going to have the regular coke. People are going to have to pay for that treatment. Right. So the government's going to buy your weed. And I'm saying that's why I add because isn't the tr- is the is the treatment about morphine because of the severity of how severe the illness or whatever they're going through, or is it about cost, affordability, and the profit to you the utilization of it? What comes first? And cost- well, they, it's more the politics because morphine. Specific, well, I think let's just say you mean opiates. Yeah. Because it could be different ones. Yes. Definitely reserved for the treatment of pain. Addiction is an issue with all of them for the most part. Right. Okay? So that's a different thing. Now, if you can decrease the use, it's definitely, there are some, because marijuana, the positives weren't researched as much until recently. But there's data now that marijuana 
decreases your use of those opiates. So the right. people who use marijuana, right. medical marijuana, use less of the addicting medications. Now, is there a reason why you don't see this as some form of commercial presentation, say from the industry that says, look, this is what we found. Let's put it out there because it's the education part of it. But you see, you don't really see that. You don't see the qualifications coming from it the way you're speaking. Well, right that's now. why we're doing it. That's why, and to your suggestion, the topic now we use as a headline the miseducation of marijuana. Right. Because we actually are going against the miseducation of marijuana, right. highlighting it, and then trying to be. Before there was no information. Well, certainly you don't have it coming from the traditional structures. True. And that exists today. Right. But more and more, you have you have other folks, and a lot of recent. Well, the newer research is coming to the internet, so a lot of the newer research, of which there's only a little, right? But at least it gets covered because they're tied into the web, kind of politically, right? And so you end up using sites, but again, not through the major media. Mm, okay, not through the major media. Okay, right. uh, for today's. Uh, strain review. I w- I'm going to talk about sour diesel because I bought half an ounce. I tell you right now. I told you uh, an ounce of top quality here in Los Angeles, about two hundred and five dollars. Okay, and they get a f- get a free soda. <laughs> I, mean, I say a free soda, free marijuana soda. I got a whole refrigerator full oh, of those I, damn. I'm, marijuana. Leave, I'm leaving that I one. I just long. hope Vic don't sleep. Some, you know, mix. Vic, look at the labels of the sodas. I do. Tell me, go to don't you know? I do. I'm having some sodas in the refrigerator that don't, just don't, don't qualify. Don't, don't get the wrong soda. Some people like to do things on call it an accident. It was intentful. <laughs> That'll be your excuse, <laughs> right? Some of the strains are getting known because well, what happens at least in California is that when you run a dispensary, you're allowed to to develop and distribute a strain, your own strains. Right. Uh, and so one of the strains that's very well known. Uh, nationally and even internationally, is sour diesel, hmm. and it's it's really a well, they, it's a hybrid, which means it has some of the f- functions, the effects of a indica, and some of an in, of a sativa, right. but it's what they call sativa dominant. In fact, people, for example, here they say it's extremely sativa dominant. Okay, that means it leads more toward a sativa than it does toward an indica. Okay, and uh, and it says it's particularly good to reduce stress, anxiety, depression, and pain. The point I make up that I really like about marijuana, and to try to break it down to a feeling, it's specifically good for stress and anxiety. Let me give you an example. Let's say your loved one says some stuff that really pisses you off, so much that you really want to put your foot in their ass. Okay. But you can't do that because you know that's wrong. You know that you should be in a higher plane. But you're mad. You're angry, hostile, and you want to strike out. Marijuana is particularly good for that, to mellow you out. If you go sit down in a quiet place, put on some Yanni. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. Put on some mellow music and smoke. It'll help reduce that. If you have some anxiety about a pill, I mean a bill, or some procedure that you're about to go through, it can help relax you for those things too. Okay. So when you have money stress, 
and you just find yourself uptight. Right. If you could spare a little money to get some weed, you can go chill outside, and then you'll be mellower. And so the point I'm making is that attention to the treatment of stress is an area yet to be looked at specifically, and I'm suggesting for someone like me, right. dealing with my, my, my diagnoses of spinal stenosis, why I'm always sitting through a lot of these things, right. that it helps dealing with that. Okay. Sour diesel, you guys, you can usually find it. I ha- I just got a, I'll tell you, half an ounce of this. Love that sour diesel. I'm smoking a little bit right now. It's wonderful stuff. Again, here, marijuana for dummy. Yes. <laughs> That's it. 420 for Marijuana for dummy. All right, you know we have to reset this show. Okay, we have to reset the show. We have we have th- four segments coming up next is the sports segment. So right now, uh, to give you a little transition before that sports segment, here you go with again some free music, something for you to love and enjoy. We'll be right back. to
All right, the sound of Love Shadow featuring Snowflake. The song's is titled Too Young. Remember, like I said, all free music all the time. Time for us to do that reset, you guys. Remember, we divide the show up for the Facebook audience into those four segments. Coming up is New New Sports. I give myself 60 seconds to set that up. Here we go, Facebook people. Remember to refresh your page. Stop in the stream right now, man. Got it. Got it. I'm fast, y'all. I do it like 30, less than 30 seconds. Yeah, there's looking good. It's looking good. Yes. All right. Welcome back for part three. Part three of Pack Stereo TV, which is the new, new, new sports. Are you guys ready? Maybe. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's that time. We hope you dressed appropriately in sports bras and jock straps. Time for Victor Allen's new, new sports, written and directed by the bald headed black man. Rub his head and make a wish. The ladies have nicknamed him Sexual Chocolate. Come on and get some. A recurring segment of the Morning Cop with Mario show. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Victor Allen! Yeah! Not bad, not bad, man. Not bad. That's good. I don't have to worry about no miseducation, man. First of all, I got to acknowledge my community who always got my back. And I literally feel bad, but they always get the side view. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Periscope, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, big old live, live.me. Love all the representation. Somebody said go Steelers. I wish I could cover Steelers. It's just too early, man. Just give me some time. Anyway, um, okay, college football kicks off. First half of the game with Bama, I was happy. I was real happy because I said Florida State is showing something, something. And I still think Florida State got something. But it just seems like in the first half, Nick Saban went inside and said, special teams, defense, I need you guys to turn it up. Here, take something, some gold juice, and let's do this. Now, because of that, the game turned out to be what, ex- what you expected. Did you think B- Bama was going to lose at all during the game, through the first half, at all? No. No, you didn't, right? No. So. My whole point is, my whole point is, is this. Did they give you the game you, did Florida State do better than what you expected in the first half? Did they kind of go, whoa, we're going toe-to-toe, we're keeping it even? Did you think it was going to be 24-7? to No, they had their moments where it looked like it was going to be a different kind of a contest. They right. had their moments, but cause they were scoring too, but they couldn't stop the big plays. Gee, no, from no. That. When Bama had big plays on offense and defense and just breakaway plays. Right. You know, Florida could score, but, you know, Bama was doing a 60-yard run and scoring. Right. So, I don't know. It was just too much. 
too much, and the special teams added to it, but they're also getting right. outperformed. Uh, they were. They, it, it, look, it's, it's about mistakes. So I'm not gonna, I just wanted to sit back and acknowledge this. When the number one team comes out the gate and they do number one, you just give them props. There's no special story here. Although I do feel bad for the quarterback, Francois. He's out for the it's year. It's hard to feel sorry He's, for people named man. Francois. You know what? <laughs> I'm just saying, there's something about Francois. Come on, man. Come on, man. I lose my Come empathy. on, man. First of all. Like, if you're Francois, just deal with it. Think about, think, about, think about this. It's one thing to lose the game. Now you lose your quarterback. So oh, he got hurt? He's out I for the tu- year. Oh, I, did, I turned, up, dude, I turned the, off the game. Cause, they didn't give the uh, update until, I mean, real late. Oh, then I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, man. Even because he had promise, but. Out. You know what the, the thing about it? He was the one thing I didn't like. Right. Even when they talked about what he has been doing, they talked about how tough he was. Right. Getting sacked. And I, whenever they do that, it's like the death knell. Why are you it's getting just, sacked hey, so much that everybody hey. has to talk about how tough you are getting sacked? The worst thing to man, do is I have. I know he was out for this year. Yeah, he's gone, man. His knee. Um, I can't remember the specific injury. I think I believe it's knee. Oh, but man, he's done for the that, year. Brother. So, sorry for that. so here's the, here's the question. Florida State was number three. They're going to drop. Oh, yeah. Not because of the loss, because now they have to have another quarterback step up. Do you think, do you think they will lose more than two games this year? Florida State? Florida State. No, they're going to do well. They're a good team. You think with the back of the quarterback? Can't be, they just can't beat. Yeah, I think even with that, because they had other factors in there. That, right. Should step forward. They should. They should. That's what we'll see. In other words, they still have a solid team for other things. Assuming they get rid of these mental errors on the special teams, then we'll see. They're not going to make it to the Final Four playoffs, though, right? Final well, Four, I, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's <laughs> other people in that, in, you know, in the, other, in the conference. Right. Okay. Strong. All right. Now, there was a part here that I know – when we get into what we call the, the, the weekend, dude, of what I call the, the football moments that will be remembered, there's three specific ones, and we're going to hit each one, whether you watch it or not, Mario, and the impact as it relates to what, what will you remember, say, a few weeks down the road, a month. See, yesterday, day before, is too recent. But I want to give you three games that everybody's kind of surrounding, you know, the tent with we're going to start off with which football moment will be remembered in infamy greatness or failure times 10 you're going to help me categorize where do they fall under and whenever i say people do big things i always think about what they say in texas now don't include houston as it relates to what they're going through this is straight sports you guys big things in texas right you're in home field, Austin, probably the most populous university in the United States. And a team named Maryland comes in mm. and gives you 51 points mm. to overcome, meaning that we scored 51 on your home turf against your first year coach, Tom Herman, who I said just picked up Charlie Strong's torch of bad timing. Is this bad timing because this is first year? Or is this just the way Texas is? Because yeah. some, somebody said 
they're not getting the recruitment talent like they used to because they're players. So, so wait a minute. I mean, it's his first year, first game, and he gets, you know, sodomized. What? what? (laughs) You said what? That was a polite term. They told him, they told him, squeal like a pig. Okay, you know what? Take it like a man. Okay, but they got abused physically. Man, that was the now that was the metaphor I was trying to draw. Right, they were they were they were were, abused. They were abused. Uh, They're abused physically and out on both sides of the line. Okay, and or let's just say this. Not not. But again, they did score 41 points. No, No, that's not the question I'm looking at. I'm looking at a game. See, from Maryland perspective, is it considered? This will go down in infamy <laughs> for a win for us, a loss for them. Or will it go down as greatness, that we are a great team? Or is this failure times 10 in the hands and on the seat of Texas? Which one? I think these are the kind of things where the rest of the season determines. If the rest of the season is good for uh, University of Texas, mm-hmm. then, this, then the, the significance of this dwindles. If it's, it's, if it's a bad season, right? It's bad season. Then it's bad. If it turns okay. out to be a great season in the same way for Maryland, mm-hmm. it'll be remembered as a start. We have to see the season that they have is going to define this. Now I'm going to show you what Mario's good at. It's called technique. You know, Mario watched CNN, he watched all those wonderful places. I gave him a choice to say infamy, greatness, or failure times ten. Now he did the double down. <laughs> he said, "It ain't great." Well, we may may be great if the rest of the season. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about this game. Yeah, because you know what it feels like right now always changes with time. Yes, it, what, it, what it feels like in the immediate. You know, I, I like a saying that says it's never as bad as it, as it seems. Right. And on the other hand, it's never as good as it seems either. Let me let me just so, say this. I think you get what you asked for. If you go out, this is Texas. We do things big in Texas. It's the only state. That says it's Texas. We do big things. And Jerry they love Jones. Their football. And they, they love their football. You end up losing on your home turf to a team that you don't consider. For your opening game. Congratulations. This is what I'll say this Maryland, you're on the verge of greatness. Verge. <laughs> We're going to do that, man. He's on the verge <laughs> of greatness. This is a big ass letdown for Texas. This is big. This like is we, times ten. Like we said. Because they were not they were not favored to lose. They were favored to win. So I hate to say this, you do things big, you lose big. Mar- Mario gets to get out of this. He don't have to pick because he's saying give, give well, us some I'll time. See. <laughs> we will see what it means. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. We'll see. All right. We're gonna go to the next one right now. This one I like. Because this is Homeland Mario Hemsley. Hey. We were supposed to be by planning and some other things in Vegas for this game for this game where Howard University came in don't even get me started don't even get you started right wait wait don't 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 talk about it Mario but wow. keep it keep it on the football's perspective the only reason why I'm saying that is because let me give the background for those of you who didn't watch the game Howard University historic defeat versus 45 point favorite UNLV <laughs> that's that's just ridiculous 45 Five point, point favorite, favorite UNLV Howard University's, of course, Kalen Newton, Cam's brother, who Cam says, I wish they stopped calling him my little brother. Physically, and if he's younger, he qualifies for your little brother because he's not as big as Cam. His stature is not anywhere like that. And he's younger, so they're calling him 
Cam's little brother. He wants to have his own that's brand. It's not the worst thing in the world. No, it's not. Okay. He had 140 yards passing, 190 yards rushing, and he had three TDs to staple the UNLV I call Massacre. Is this, now from Howard's point of view, Mario, yeah. infamy. Yes. <laughs> Greatness. Wonderful. <laughs> Failure times 10. See, see, this why. I got to get a this that is, wrong. is my alma mater. <laughs> so now, now it's greatness. Yeah. And, and, and you know, infamy, of course, as it relates to UNLV, because it's absolute failure to deliver. And that's their opening game. Yes. At home. Yes. At UNLV. Bad. <laughs> so, see, wait a minute. What do you say? <laughs> okay. I wish we had been there. Hey, next time. Let me say this. For those of you, some people didn't realize Howard had a football team. It's never been, <laughs> even amongst the historically black universities right. and college, it's Howard's always been considered an academic. academic. Rightfully so. But never has been known for great sports teams, except they, they've had their moments when we won the soccer, NCAA soccer championship. Right. I believe that was in 1978 or 77. Right. So we had those moments. But other than that, so as a Howard graduate, Class of 1977. So this go down in, in infamy? I'm proud. <laughs> Is this greatness? Yes. Oh, see, see, see you want to say nothing per, about Texas. Personified <laughs> excellence. Let's Coming from Chocolate City, Washington, D.C., Howard University. My alma mater, my piece of the rock. I'm proud of you. Love and blessing. There you go. So it's greatness for them. Yes. For you guys to know, Kaylin Newton, quarterback, led Howard to the biggest upset in college football history based on point spread. All time. Biggest in history in FBS Division One football. So this is great. I'm trying to go watch the game. I gotta go find the game. Right. I know you if do. I can find the game. All right. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Now we still are going to find out. Is there another story? Because UCLA overcomes what they call this 44 to 10. Thrashing. I turned it off. <laughs> I at turned this end, one off, too. End, dude, I got to stop turning off games. Wait a minute. At the Jeez. end of third quarter, they're down by 34. I went to they, they, watch cartoons. This is called 16 minutes of giving up 34 to 35 I points. I got to go back and watch that, bitch. You saw it's, it? Yeah. Second largest comeback in the history of FBS Division One football. Second largest. Watching the game, you would literally this, t- this team – was running at will. I mean, they were just I running touchdowns. Just totally I was just going. Killing UCLA. I was going, is it this bad? The recruitment this bad? Is it this really this bad? I looked at Josh Rosen. I was going, yes. oh, man, they lost all these players. Then something happened. Man, let me just say this. All right, Kevin Sumlin. You know, this is, this is the coach now. Now, Mario, you're the coach. You're, you're Kevin. When you go back, you go back to your boosters, board of trustees. You go to their athletic director. How do you convince them that you really are the coach of the future? You can't go back to Johnny Manziel days. You have to move forward with this, and you give up 51. You only can convince them with other wins. Okay. That's the only thing that you can convince them. Because the only thing better than a win Mm -hmm. is a comeback win. Okay. In other words, it's already good enough when you win a game. Right. But when you have some comeback win like this, hey. that takes the average just winnings already hey. a high. Hey, I'm only you're saying. happy. Now you're going to take it and take it just winning and made it willing in gold. Gold 
24 carat winning with a comeback win. That's incredible. I turned this off because they were getting worked over so badly. UCLA. I know. I had no idea. 44 to 10. I actually started turning towards NASCAR a little bit. Right, right. Hey, look, and I was switching back and forth. But let me give a props to the, the quarterback that right now is just kind of cemented himself being in the top five at least as they consider the Heisman if he continues this way. All of his touchdowns came in after the late third quarter. So he didn't do anything in the first half, and then he now ends up with almost 500 yards passing. And then he basically scored wow. four touchdowns, no interceptions. So you're talking about out-of-the-gate 500-yard football production. Now, they've got, some, they got, a, got a guy over at Oklahoma. He's favored to win. Um, so I'm not saying this, he's got this cemented. What I'm saying is I don't think this story is going to rate too highly with anyone. Why? The West Coast, dude. I, mean, I hate to say it, dude. It's not a big story if UCLA overcomes what they were supposed to do is win. So... Out of the three stories I gave you, between Howard, Howard's your number one. Yes, excellent, <laughs> beautiful Howard. There you go. Sound effects. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you, ladies. That's All how right. I feel about Howard. Too. Okay, no, no, wait a minute. This was a no-brainer because I knew you was going to do that. But as it as you go down the teams, will people remember Howard as a player? As it continues on with the football year, say if they only win this game and lose the rest of the games of the year. You stand behind them? Oh, I, sure I do. I stand behind them when they lost before. But yeah, I tell right. you what, it's a wonderful preamble, if it counts as that, for Cam Newton's brother. Absolutely. It's, and, and hopefully we get to watch him move forward and do his thing yeah. as a quarterback. So we get to watch that and see that. So I get to watch him. Right. Uh, I don't know what, what year what year quarterback he was. Not sure. What year. I don't know if it's his first year or not. I, I, not I don't just, think he's a first year. But I, we'll Will see. they get media coverage after oh, this win? No. See, that's the scale. Of course. Right. Not. Okay. All right. So now let me do something else to give you a correlation to this so you guys can understand what team doesn't want to hear this because some of the Twitter responses – the first thing that they said everybody was correlating this game to is the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody started correlating oh, the so Super Bowl. The oh, yes. The biggest choke. It brought it back up, and it became the trend and viral trend of conversation. Oh, Atlanta Falcons. Thank, oh, thank God. Oh, I said, this is wrong. Choking. Even before the season kicks in. Choke. So. So I'm just letting you know that most people are looking at this not to talk about how great UCLA is. They're literally having stories around this and that's why i said people are not going to give ucla credit because it's going to say we guys supposed to win you wasn't supposed to give up that many points so out of the three stories mario's probably correct as a, a, a infamy as far as the greatest failure unlv oh yeah what will On be the opening day right at the new- but what will be remembered because of media who gets more media coverage ucla so to me ucla because of Kevin Sumlin, well, yeah, Texas A&M, be there will be the media coverage sure. that it will live on more sure, so. Sure. Texas, I thought about it for a moment. I said, will it be the thing with Texas? He says, no, because it was really that they were supposed to win. We're talking about the comeback that's the second largest in FBS history. So I just want to let you, I'm pulling for Howard, but they better win some more games. Season. You got to win some more games, man. So that's not, that's not bad, but I'm going to take you over to the next because this is the part where everybody says, see, this is why you guys won all those NBA championships. Lakers were tampering. 
You know, and just so you know how bias is, let me show you how the media is biased, man. And I may be part of it, although I'm kind of low level. When you go tampering with the Lakers, which they said it was Rob Plinka, the general manager, most of the tagging has Magic Johnson. So when you go search, I said, Magic didn't tamper. Now, here's my question. It's Rob Palenka. And they tried to get Magic when he was on the Jimmy Kimmel show by the way he framed a story. They came out officially and said that wasn't it. It was Rob Palenka. So, Mario. Live and learn. You think Rob was going like this? Can we afford that $500,000? Yeah, they can. Live and learn. The largest, the largest penalty for yeah, Tampa. Half a million. They got it. We ain't no problem. No. So, let me ask you this. If George comes, was it worth the tampering? Oh, now I know how you feel well, about Paulus. You know, what? Don't, wait, 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 wait. You know, I would like to. I would be curious in terms of what their salaries are, what that represents. That half a million. Yeah, I bet it's a fraction of their salaries. I, hey, look, which tells you, can you afford to tamper? Yeah, you, well, I guess you can. But you don't want to be looked at as a cheater. The branding is hard. It works. They don't mind it in Boston, right? So you think Rob is going to go like this? Magic, actually is my mentor. They're not going to say anything. <laughs> You're not going to say nothing, right? Nothing. Okay. All right, cool. So at the end of the day, this won't even turn out to be anything until next no, year. this will be forgotten. Thank you. And so far it's on the low end because the season hasn't started. All right, you know, I have to give props to where props is due because, you know, nothing it can be bigger than when somebody steps up and starts a campaign where they say, look, I just want to raise $250,000 and it's already at 19 million this morning when i was covering it after midnight probably mid-morning it was at 17 million so just between the time and the time that i've been covering this story jj watt is raising this money by stepping up and having a voice which every bit counts and i want to recognize anyone who's saying look i'm gonna get out there put my hands get my hands dirty let me do what i gotta do much love for jj He's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, he is. He, his heart is Blessings, in the right place. JJ, thank you. His heart is in the right place. And for you guys uh, who need to follow up more so, he has a site called youcaring.com, Victims um, of Hurricane Harvey. You go to that website. It gives you a ticker of how much they're earning uh, minute by minute uh, and a raising, I, I would say. And hopefully we can see this continue. I, to me... He keeps setting the goal. I said, let the goal be as much as they possibly can get. Because between the story you just covered, Mario, earlier, the politics is going to get in the way about how much money is going to come to them. We know that politicians are going to leverage relationships about what they can get from this. The more money they can pour into it, you know they're not going to go like this. Here's the money. They're going to actually try to strive to get some kind of deal on the back end. In the meantime, James Harden, he gave his million. All of a sudden, when, when J.J. did his thing, the uh, other companies were already positioning themselves, whether it's Verizon uh, or anyone else. Some of the corporate companies are stepping up. They're going to get as much money as they can get. So, hey, man, want to celebrate. Congratulations. Also, peace. And, and, and to, uh, let me just say this. I hope that it never stops the raising. I don't think it can ever get to a point where they're comfortable. So I hope this continues on through the season hereafter and just goes non-stop so hey mario that's it for my new new sports bro i just want to let you know cool Peter Allen's new new sports his neo-urban fan base look at sports a recurring segment 
of the Morning Coffee with Mario show. It's here every week, written and directed by Victor Allen, ball-headed black man, the one that the ladies have nicknamed Jackson Chocolate. And we warn you, like always, to dress appropriately for the show, sports bras, jock straps. That's just the ladies. And I say, yeah. As you all know, we separate the show up into four segments. The last segment is the hot picks. For those people at Facebooks, we must reset that broadcast. I give myself 60 seconds. We're going to stop that stream live to Facebook now and restart it. Be ready. All right, stopping it right now. Changing the output. Click adding the metadata for part four. You want me to keep talking, Holmes? All right, nah. let me tell. Let me do this. Dodgers. Oh uh, yeah, I can't talk, man. I can't. Can't do it, man. Part <laughs> four, hot picks.
Okay. All right, you guys. Hey, what's up? Happy holidays. We're doing it. Oh, real smooth, you guys. Real smooth. This is the last segment of Morning Coffee. Thank you for hanging around. As I said, the Hot Picks is evolving. It's also all-encompassing. You know, for several years, it was really focused on fashion, the entertainment sector, as it relates to actors, actresses, and so forth. So we're trying to sweep it around and deal with things that deal with the knowledge sharing as much, and that all picks are fashionable, no matter what form they come in. I want to do something real quick before I start this show. If I want to give a shout out to someone, you know, uh, as you know, uh, we're currently involved in collaborating with uh, Indie Film Festival, you know, with no strings attached, and a lot of the judges and the team members who are doing this ongoing project and recognizing Indie Films and awards as well, considered specifically for those who are doing ex- excellent work. Well, one of the team members on there is named Brian, Brian T. Shirley. I want to let you guys know that Brian T. Shirley is a comedian, writer, actor, TV host, TV show host. And he has a show that's happening on Mondays at 2.30 to 3 o'clock. What I didn't get to confirm is it Pacific Standard Time or Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to find out more about his show, because he's part of the whole movement of recognizing uh, creative talent, indie film, um, of course, producers and directors, all encompassing. Go to BrianTShirley.com to find out more information. Hey, Brian, I want to give that shout out to you because you did some recognition for us as well. Oh, thanks for the screen. Stay, thanks for the screen, bro. All right. Hey, going to keep it moving. All right. We're going to go over here to what I call recognizing your franchise favorites. And when I say that, I'm talking about film. And we're going to find out, really, where do you, where does your heart lie as it relates to who you think is successful? And I actually brought in information that may or may not convince you of how you select the favorite and what criteria that is. So what I did is actually said, franchise rate all time your film or movie. Which franchise series will be even more successful moving forward and which franchise series has done more with less? And what I mean by that, the older franchises tend to have a lot more film production because they've been in the business for a long time. But ever since the social media explosion, cable explosion, more outlets, more viewers, of course, films that are made in this present day may not be like Titanic and make that kind of money with one film. These are about multiples, and we're going to cover more knowledge about this and see if you can pick where you think the real power is and who's your favorite when you go, they dropped out of the box hot, they're currently hot, and they will stay hot. Or can you pick the ones that's going, they're falling off the cliff, man. They're gone. <laughs> you ready for this, Mark? I'm ready. I got my robe open. <laughs> you got it. Okay. You know, you can't start anything here. And look, this is up to you guys. You can leave your own comments. It's not a rating as much as it is. It's an evaluation. So you can leave your comments. So if you think it's a 10 for series, you put 10. If you think it's a flop, you put flop. In the meantime, if it's your favorite, favorite. And if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. We're going to start off right now with the one that I think is the measurement for most all franchise series and episodes. Star Wars. Right off the top, I'm going to give you some information so you can know where it is. I'm going to give you first, Star Wars has nine films under its umbrella, its belt, its series. The one that's the most successful, Episode 7, The Force Awakens, released in 2015. Domestic earnings were $936 million. 
dollars so far and that's domestic we're not talking about international so if we got into international it's totally different as you look at this Mario it's just it's really simple and I, I added some more information just so you guys know you're, you're going to see some information that references men and women of color who are involved in these particular films because it's a celebration to me of acknowledgement and that I love the idea that we can look at the reflection of people in various um, ethnic backgrounds and more specific I'm doing this and you will see more of this in other areas and not just African Americans coming from me as I recognize production in Hot Picks uh, men and women actors of color John Boyega from Peck, Peckham England known as film, uh, Finn in the film and Lupita Nyong'o who I didn't realize played the world of Ma- Maz Kanata I just didn't catch those two together oh, yeah, 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 yeah I just dude I didn't I didn't connect it right 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 looking but, different hey look I would have played the role could have played little brother and you know little sister I could put uncle you know you give me some big ears one eye in the middle forehead I'm no, good man <laughs> okay <The> so <laughs> alright so, so here it is Mario your favorite Star Wars episode is it the most successful one that made the most money so far domestically of all films right now is this it and is this Star is Star Wars going to live on and be even more successful you know, I think they one thing about the Star Wars franchise amazingly movies have been getting better and better because of the t- skill set that they, and the better technology the ability to make those images right so they've been getting better and better too getting so better. at least to look at the special effects right all of that so you know I, it's a franchise where they're improving all the time so it's hot it, it so you so far, far as you're concerned it's going to live on it's going to continue on it's going to continue on all right let's go to the next one next one stepping up uh not as many, but they've made an impact. Jurassic Park franchise. They have four films. Just four now. The most popular, Jurassic World 2015. Domestic earnings, $652 million. And, of course, the men and women of a- actors of color, Omar Sy, from France. He was known as Barry in the film. Where do you think this franchise is going? Oh, it's going further and further. You know... Setting the new bar for realism, right? Right. Oh, they've done it over um, and over again. Unbelievable right? how they stepped out. A new out. bar. They yes. got. They. I'm, I'm one of the people that have been blown away by Jurassic Park. Absolutely. So amazing movies, and I've watched them over and over again. Wonderful franchise, even with some of the corny writing that was there. Way with the corny writing. Sometimes that last one where they had the train Velociraptors and they ride down the posse. You know. Wait a minute, it's for the kids. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know what? I had some issues with that. You're going to destroy the dreamers. But it's still a wonderful to watch. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay, cool. We're going to move on to the next. Let's take the next. All right. Didn't know how many films are under this series. The Avengers. 14 productions. The most popular, The Avengers 2012 Domestic earnings six hundred and twenty-three million dollars. Fourteen under their belt. This is a monster when you talk about productions. Where do you see it going, Mario? Oh, wonderful! Finally taking comic books seriously. Now we're on a roll. Avengers, one of the leading franchises, as it should be, right? Because it was one of the leading comic books, right? So no, it's wonderful, and I'm so glad to see it treated seriously. Hmm. Can't wait to see the Black Panther. So you should see. 
good things coming from it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like this is a no-brainer. Let's go to the next. Because surprisingly, you know, there is one that a lot of people grew up with. Relative. We're talking about The Dark Knight, which is really under the umbrella of Batman. The Dark Knight 2008 domestic earnings $533 million. Their most successful one domestically. 11 films under the Batman umbrella. Now, of course, we're not talking about TV. Because you, you, you can go all the way back. We're just talking about the film, the franchise. How successful do you see them moving Wonderful. forward? Wonderful. And, you know, even with, like you said, some of those Batman, you, know, you got Jim Carrey in there. You got right. a lot of Batman. <laughs> right. Everybody you know, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger. You got a bunch of whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying the franchise continues because it was based on a great story. Right. A great character that lives on. So, yeah. Okay. Not bad, win, right? Win-win. Yeah, Win-win on that one, too. Win, so win. far, we're hitting all the ones. Nobody's falling off the cliff yet. No. Take you, let's take you to the next one. Oh, yeah. The one that's more recent. Uh, the Hunger Games. And the most successful of this particular um, releases are Catching Fire in 2013. Domestic earnings, $424 million. They have four film productions under their franchise. If you guys want to know my criteria... <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I hear it. Yeah, I can hear somebody yelling already. Like they have four films under their uh, under their franchise. The minimum criteria for this measurement was three. Now, this is part one. You should see how many productions are under franchises and where they are. Some obvious ones are not going to make it in this first group. So, Mario, Hunger Games. Are you ride or die Hunger Games? Or uh oh, wonderful series. You love it, don't and you? And I had never heard of them before the movies, and I guess again, successful novel. Right. Uh, so wonderful series. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I'm hooked on her. <laughs> You're hooked on I'm her. I'm hooked. She bad. Yeah, yeah, she got. Hey. <laughs> you already hooked. She got me. All right. Hey, the look. first one, baby. You had me. Baby. First of all, let me tell you what I like about it. the name. Sometimes they say your success in a title is. Hunger Games. It just to me. just it sounds. I didn't mean sex. Hunger Games. You, you know what? I, first of all, you think about food. Night of Living Dead. You know, like, Flipper gets attacked by a whale. We don't know. But anyway, Hunger Games. I like it. What I'm kind of shocked about about is that their gr- their greatest success is four years ago. Although they've had another course feature since then. Not bad. Keeping it rolling here, Mar. Let's see what the next one is because, like I said. It's a lot in this group, but we're only going to cover so many. Next one up, the one that caught everybody because they just snuck up on us. It's called Transformers. They got four franchise film productions. The most popular, Revenge of the Fallen, 2009, earned $402 million domestically. And just so you know, because I didn't capture that on the last one, men and women of color featured in this film. Tyrese Gibson, of course, he played the U.S. United States Air Force Chief Master Sergeant Epps. I didn't cover, and I'll come back to give recognition in the Hunger Games, but just want to give the support and recognition to big productions where people of all various backgrounds get to recognize. Transformers, when it first came out, what did you think? You know, amazing production once again. For those who follow the series who came up with Transformers, I'm sure you must be in heaven. There's a generation who came up with the cartoon series. And for them to go from the cartoon series 
to this kind of production value. Oh man! Oh come on! Oh uh, look! It, I got I got some fans in the background. If you guys want to know, if you hear a scream, Meekle's actually online on the show and screaming locally from a neighbor's backyard. I <laughs> just want you guys to know that. She's, yeah, there you go. So I'm just letting you know, if you hear that screaming, that's her. So we already know we hit two of hers already. You guys are going to actually act, probably sit back and say, what happened to this certain, certain groups? I'm not going to tell you why. Let's go on to the next. The next. Oh, man. We're talking about. Harry Potter, the most popular Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, 2011, domestic earnings $381 million. Mario, were you a Harry Potter widget? <laughs> you know, I have to give it to a wonderful franchise right. series that started out uh, with the writer. The right. whole story of, that makes it so fascinating is the story of the writer who sat basically in a coffee shop every day writing this. Right. Wonderful story, wonderful series and franchise. You gotta give it up. And the other amazing thing is that you've watched a bunch of these actors and actresses grow up. Yes. You got to see it over it's like, you know, you've seen them from childhood to now adulthood and that adds to the franchise. That's it. Absolutely. And to just add to that men and women actors of color Alfred who played Dean Thomas. We had Louis, Louis Cordes, who played Blaise Sabini, and George Harris, who played Kingsley Shacklebot. I love Shacklebot, man, all day long, you know. But what what I'm thinking now, here's my thing. Is Harry Potter and the series, is it gone because of the growth? Because, you know, of course, the main featured actor, he grows. He's becoming a man. Have we seen the last, or are they going to put in somebody else in his place, or will they let the series evolve as he evolves as a growing man, or is it just done? What do you think? It may be, well, no, they're going to let it, what happens is they have other things they're going to try to slide kind of laterally to. You think so? Yeah. That, so they can either develop other, these other characters or new characters that come up. You know, it sort of depends on what, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling wants to. Right. Right. She wants to do. Absolutely. I mean, it's, 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 it's so successful. And when you think about it, it's really only four. You know, there's four in this particular series, but it's a lot more spinoffs. They have so many different spinoffs that I'm not sure what to categorize it, but you're going to find out some information shortly. Let's roll over to the next one, Mario, just to give you a sense of where probably most franchises would sit back and say, we don't have to be the best. We just have to have our brand. James Bond, 24 film movie projects under their franchise. Skyfall 2012, the most successful domestic earnings, $304 million. In addition to men and women women actors of color, Naomi Harris, and that particular film from London, England. She played Eve. This is James Bond, man. Lives on. Oh, it lives on. You know, it's funny. As a teenager, I read all 13 of Ian Fleming's original novels. Wow. All 13 as a teenager. And there were 13 novels on James Bond. Notice you have 24 films. Yes, you do. Now you have more films, way more films, than you have novels. And that shows what I meant, Vic, by continuing to develop uh, products revolving around characters that live on. Right. So you may have had 13 
in Fleming novels, but you've had 24 movies, so this shows you how Hollywood embraces these characters and goes on to develop product. So Unbelievable. Continues to grow, and actually it's amazing enough that they keep adding Bond characters that you actually res- respect. Daniel Craig mm-hmm. was a good one. Oh, man. He, look, when, they got the... If you want to use the old term suave, they put the suave in all, all the men. They they made sure that they always wore suits. And Daddy, wait a minute. Hey, I used to call, and I hate to just add to, I used to say Sean Connery was the coolest white man out there. You know, because we, we always have to separate it to the, cause we were talking about the cool, so we had right. the black cool, right. Asian cool. Right. Okay, but who's cooler than Sean Connery? All right. And have, Who's cooler than him? And has anyone okay. gotten close to his cool? Not no. Daniel no. Craig is more no, physically enabled. Yeah, Sean is on a is on a pillar. <laughs> he's on a pedestal. He's a, he's my bond. He's your bond. He's my bond. Okay, yeah, you win, man. All right, we're gonna take it up to the top. Mario's gonna say, "Hey, look, here's here's the group." I'm gonna figure out who you think is going to be your top three ongoing successes. And so far, I don't have to ask you, Mario, who do you think is falling off the cliff that they will have the struggle to continue? I'm gonna leave well, that they alone. haven't done it yet, but let's just, okay, because some of them they've already done it. Star Wars has made the transition. Yes, they have. Therefore, my, they're my number one. Easy. They have Easy. made the transition. Easy. Jurassic Park, uh, they could do it. It depends if they want to. Right. They have it kind of open-ended. That's, you know, so right. the potential. But remember, the Avengers are doing it. Yes. So they're my number two. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Because they are actually doing it in a wonderful way. Wonderful way. Right. Batman could and will likely continue, but we have to see the ones. The Hunger Games could likely continue. We need right. to see the ones. Transformers is continuing. Yes. So you got to give it up for transforming. Yeah. Harry Potter to be that is continued. A hard, that's a hard one because that's Dan- a hard one. Daniel Radcliffe well, is getting older. She man. doesn't want to do it per se. I so know. you have to see what she does. She has other. Yes, she does. She has other intellectual properties yes. that could be developed, sliding to the side, but that has to be seen. Yes, that's my one that I say is. It seems like it's so successful, but it just seems like it's difficult because people are in transitions. All right, let me give you a little truth evolves. Mario gave you his picks. Here's the official up until today. With the continued release of new films and many of the top franchise series found below, which we just covered, it's difficult to say when any one franchise attains number one status in terms of box office, although recent records now confirm that the Marvel franchise has overtaken the Harry Potter franchise as the most commercially successful movie franchise of all time. Star, even Star Wars and James Bond. Although the Pixar Disney animations, it's not fair because they put all the animations under it, not just a particular type, if they can be counted as franchise top them all. But I didn't put them in there because Shrek and all those different ones are not ongoing films. They're all well, that's separate. that's the issue to see what happens from here on out, right? right that right. may be where no one thinks it's going to stay exactly where it is today. Correct. We're just not unsure as to who's going to take the lead. Right. And what I was, I, I had picked, I thought Harry Potter was going to be flirting with Star Wars as the all time. But the Marvel is the same way. And the reason why I say this, Marvel has the same condition. 
it's all the separate films where it's the Hulk and everybody else. So, in fairness, I think Star Wars is the one because it's Star Wars all the way down. That's my pick to continue. So, hey, yeah, that's what I, that's my pick. Too. That's that's just it. So I'm done, man. Hot picks. The evolution continues. Wow. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. You know how we do it. We love it. Pack Stereo Morning Coffee. Just reminding you, tomorrow night, Tuesday, The Quiet Storm special feature, uh, Walter Becker and the music of Steely Dan. We also have a special broadcast this Wednesday, Movers and Shakers, correct, Vic? Lynn Manischel, she's a director, writer, producer, and film critic and judge team member no strings attached e-news online the awards indie awards our platform we got her coming in this wednesday should be a blast 8 p.m pacific standard time for those you need to have knowledge from the third eye from the individual from a perspective that she's an indie as well she'll be springing that knowledge and it's really interesting when you are a director producer and a film critic how do you balance those two wow so be there remember friday too we have the friday night agenda Mario's Magic Mixtape coming up. I believe that's the season finale. This coming Friday, the season finale of Mario's Magic Mixtape, and also the season finale for the uh, I Victor, uh, yeah, featuring Miko's Challenge. Hey, you know, hey, you guys, summertime season. It's time to transition. Get your bets in. Find out which one of the Pack Stereo family is leaving the state and not coming back. Will it be <laughs> Marvin Smitty Tone? Will it be Marv, uh, Mario? Will it be Miko? Who's not coming back to the West Coast? We'll find out. Well, thank you for tuning in, being part of the excitement. It's been that kind of a day. Hope you don't burn up in that heat. Remember, always, ain't nobody got our DNA. Get ready to jam with you. Peace and hair grease. Come on. First off, I'm not your regular dude. I bust moves like a young MC. Yeah, soda, that would be me. Got me thinking about putting down the mic one day. Then I get some more love. Thanks for the love you gotta play. Hey, what can I say? I'm a Leo to the finish, man. I love God, so my faith won't diminish me. Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth. Hip-hop wasn't designed to expose the black youth. But somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball, yeah. I mean, that man in the mirror, yeah, that ball dude. But now I'm back to right the wrongs of my past world. So I can walk this off my list like my name's Earl. Articulate my thoughts clearly like Professor Laz. Do you remember Rap City with Deja and Laz? I'm looking at the front door, that's the main source. You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. Once in a while, to show some verses, hilarity, and make you all smile. It's been a long time coming, I know. I 
feel it too. The more I take a break, it's like the more I break through. With my time and space, boy, funk, I'm on point. You bless this microphone every time I annoy. The pen, the pad, I face the bad head on. Escape inside the music, see my diaries, a song and song. Till I write my next verse, then I go again. Into the studio, I feel like I gotta flow again. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me. My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki. Some of my funds, but in real life, I'm more like Chachi or Cola. I told you, I'm funky like granola. Bars. Can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast? As I pass on your gold digging stash. I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money. Yo. I was spitting when you was a kid. You do know what I did. You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow essential. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it, I'm on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA, so there you go. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.